to your listeners, I would say don't hesitate to say, okay, guardian angels and archangels and helpers, prove to me in a way that I will understand that you are with me and that I can count on you and that I can call on you. Hello and welcome to Passion Harvest. I am Louisa, your host. Thank you so much for joining me wherever you are in the world right now. I am so excited about our guest today, Belinda Womack. She's a messenger for the 12 archangels. It began when Archangel Gabriel visited her and changed all she believed she knew about herself and life on earth. Belinda Womack loves to work with the 12 Archangels and Ascended Masters to relay their transformational and deepest healing. She is the author of several books, including Angel Abundance, Revelations on True Wealth from the 12 Archangels. Belinda Womack, welcome to Passion Harvest. I'm really so honored and excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Louisa, for having me. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. Um, we just spoke before about it. Afterward, towards the end of the show, I'd love you to channel the angels for, for the audience. That would be amazing. But for those that n are not aware, what are angels? Mm -hmm. So... Angels, believe it or not, human beings have put a few different definitions on them. But from their perspective, they are all loving forces. Uh, they work with undiluted love to help us. They say that love is the greatest healing power. And so they they have a quality in their soul. Um, and we all have a different quality, right, in our in our essence. So their essence is that they like to help. They want help. They're always benevolent. They've gotten some bad rap, you know, historically that they were that some angels can be uh, troublemakers. But if you go to their true essence at the vibration of love, they are helpers. I've heard before that angels have not had a human incarnation. Is this correct? Angels can incarnate uh, as human beings, and they will do that in order to embody the human experience. And they do this to bring the love of their totally loving soul into their into the DNA that we all share. So the human collective has genetics that, or that's the easiest way to put it, stories and vibrations that we all share. And so angels will incarnate in as human beings in order to lift those stories up, in order to bring love where love has been missing. So I've met a few, more than a few angels and human beings. They still have to have such a thing as an ego and the human experience. But um, it's amazing, right? The, the, the heart is clear and the mission is clear. And I, I think that for whether we are angelic beings here as human beings or 
wherever we might have come from throughout the uh, great cosmos, that for the most part, we are here to bring love. Well, I, as you were saying that, I'm just saying anyone that's listening to this, to this has to understand the vibration of you. You're so relaxed and so calm and this is the frequency or the energy that you're talking about. A big congratulations on your book, Lessons from the Archangels. What what are the 12 Archangels? So the, the lessons. <laughs> well, that, that was their first book, Lessons from the 12 Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life. And they have a brand new book out called Angel Abundance, Revelations on True Wealth. So the the 12 archangels, first of all, their number is symbolic. The, the number 12 represents from their, again, everything from their perspective, evolution, uh, certainly spiritual evolution, coming back home to heart and to soul. So if you think of the number 12, there are 12 hours on a clock face, there are 12 months to a year. So it's all about moving forward. And that's why they like the number 12. They are here as mentors and ambassadors, and I call them sometimes even governors of schoolroom earth. They call earth schoolroom earth. And what they really like to make a point of is that just because they're called archangels doesn't mean that they are better than human beings or better than a regular guardian angel or a fairy angel. They say that we human beings like to make hierarchy, you know, like we like to make, well, this person has more power than this person or this one's better than this. But their point being is that we all come from oneness and that the arc in archangel, it really means to create a bridge. And they help us human beings to create bridges between our egos, that's our conscious mind, and our souls, between our hearts and our ego. They, they're always building connecting links, helping us to bring that humanity home to our divinity so that our experience changes because we change reality. We have that power. We do just like an archangel and we do that from the inside out. So the more love, it's an energy we bring within us, then our lives must change for the better. That's divine law and it, and it works. So that's the mission of the 12 archangels. Oh, that's beautiful. I heard you mention before about guardian angels. Do we? Does everyone have a guardian angel? Everyone usually has a troop of guardian angels, Louisa, because we need so much help to get through schoolroom earth. And guardian angels are, they're like our therapists and our counselors, even if we don't know it, even if we have no idea we have angels they are helping us while we sleep at night and through our experiences and through our intuition to help us to you know, stop reacting and to breathe and to say, okay, what am I learning here? What do I really need? Because human beings for 
forget to ask for help. We do. We forget to ask for help. We can get stuck in our heads and think, oh, we have to figure out the answers. But when we connect with source, whatever your terminology for source is, Belinda likes to use every term possible, mother, father, God, creator, universe, divine oneness, infinite divine source. But when we plug in, that's when miracles happen. Miracles of understanding, miracles of calmness, of feeling safe, of understanding what the next step is. And calmness within helps whatever help we may need from other human beings or mother nature, whatever we need, it helps us to come. It, it, the angels help that us to receive it. So that's what guardian angels do is they, they help us to receive help. That's their mission. Thank you, Belinda. God, I, gosh, I feel so relaxed and, and calm now. <laughs> I'm sure you get this question all the time. I do as well. How can I connect with angels and my guardian angel or the archangels? It's very, very simple. Intention, intention works to have the desire. With angels also communicate with action. They communicate through our own intuitive knowing, through our own flow. And Louisa, sometimes human beings, they they want something dramatic. And angels are very subtle for the most part. I mean, unless we're very dramatic, then they can show up quite dramatically. But um, they want to, they want to help us and they want to make it easy for us. So one thing that they do recommend for connecting with them is to go through what they call the divine inner child, to go through your heart, to connect with them. So one of the ways that they teach to do this is to find a photo of yourself as a child and connect with that part of yourself first through that photo. And then you say to your inner child, show me my guardian angels, connect me, show me my helpers in heaven. And even if you don't have inner sight, you know, that's not your, that's not your thing. Trust what you feel, trust your feelings. So the more you practice it, the easier it gets because angels love to prove that they're real. That's their responsibility. They understand that this is very dense here on Schoolroom Earth and that we need help believing and restoring that faith. So to your listeners, I would say don't hesitate to say, okay, guardian angels and archangels and helpers, prove to me in a way that I will understand that you are with me and that I can count on you and that I can call on you. That's what makes it really real. Does that make sense? Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, I'm just thinking about your book, Angel Abundance, and this sounds amazing. <laughs> How do we embrace angel abundance in our so, lives? <laughs> the, the 
point of this book is it's very much like a treasure chest and a toolkit to help anyone who is willing to move from lack to abundance, to move out of suffering in any area of your life. The angels define true wealth as happiness. They say, look, human being, if you're happy, then of course you have your everything that you need and everything that brings you joy that is for your greatest good. It may not necessarily always be what your ego wants because it's going to be something even better. So angel abundance is plugging into soul. Soul is that higher self that we have that is always united with source. And as we lean into soul, it's, it's about bringing ego home. Right? It's about bringing ego home to heart and soul so that we can be supported and feel safe and so we can receive. We get taught a lot on this planet and certainly in the spiritual genre of manifest, manifest, manifest. And the 12 archangels say, you know, you human beings, oh my goodness, you manifest constantly. Uh, that's what creator does. That's what God does, and that's what you do. You are constantly manifesting. The issue is, is that lots of times you're manifesting what you don't want. So let us teach you how to receive from your soul and receive from source what you do want. What's going to give you a happy childhood no matter your age? And the other part of the book is that they teach us tools to transform suffering for the collective. So that's a beautiful thing to participate in because we do have the power to help all the people on the globe and animals and trees and amoebas. Uh, we, we can help truly all on schoolroom earth by going within because that's where we connect with oneness within and oneness without. Thank you, Belinda. <laughs> I I just keep thinking, for you, it's it, it's so easy, but for many of people, they're like, well, how can I connect? How can I connect with my angels? I'm going to give a very simple example that we spoke about before the show. I've got paint on my arm. <laughs> I was choosing uh, sh shutter colors or voulet cutters, shutters for my house in France. I didn't know what color to choose. How would I ask the angels for guidance? Okay. It's the so, most simple, stupid example. It's but not I'm... stupid. It's, it's a beautiful question. <laughs> and what they would say is breathe, Louisa, breathe and connect with your heart. And then ask with your feeling, which of these paint colors makes me feel expanded, makes me feel euphoric and lighter and like my space is bigger, like my shutters, right? Shutters are symbolic for in the human body, the rib cage. And if we open the rib cage, 
it opens our heart. And the angels have an exercise that you open your rib cage to let grief out. Well, you open the shutters to let the sun in. And sun is symbolic for love and energy. So what color does that for Louisa and her own divine inner child, her, her what they would call your little Louisa? I love that. Well, it's definitely going to be green. And for, for synchronicity, I'm wearing green today. <laughs> but there's so many shades of green. But I think I've chosen the one. But I love that. Just do what expands, not necessarily what's the best interior design color, but what makes you feel happy. Your happiness meter is really what counts because it's all about vibration. And as we lift that vibration and we feel the joy, then it's not just about the color on the shutters. Everything gets better. And it builds trust between your own head and your heart so that it's, you know, we let me back up. We've the angels teach that, hey, schoolroom earth, it's all about learning the difference between fear and love. Where you find fear, it's a lower vibration of love. Uh, it does all kinds of things that makes us go into our heads. It makes us feel con controlled or makes us controlling. It can pull us into guilt and shame and unworthiness. And not, that's just not where we need to go. So when we choose love consciously, and how do we do that? Well, you ask the question, does this make me feel happy? Does it make me feel good about myself? Does it fill me with hope? Does it make me want to live? Or as Louisa would say, does it fill me with passion? Right? So as you ask that question, and you feel your vibration go up. And that's where heaven is. Heaven is right here on the earth. Heaven is abundance. Heaven is receiving abundance. So as our vibration goes up, we're only naturally, organically, gonna have far less fear in our lives. That means a lot more security. And how do you do that? You say, does you be the child again? Does this make me happy? And that color on your arms, according to your little, <laughs> to your little Louisa, she <laughs> loves the color, yeah. and she says it was not an accident that you have it on your. Well, on it your looks arms. so different from the sample color, but figure it's meant to be and it's green yes. it's so amazing you spoke about the red cage and the heart oh Belinda that was beautiful thank you so much really that was beautiful um you 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 spoke before about that that earth or our human incarnation is a school of life what does this mean and why the angels say that schoolroom earth is a school that is truly one of a kind and that the earth herself is one of the 12 archangels. It's Archangel Gaia. So she's much stronger than we may perceive uh, because we, we truly are creating havoc all over schoolroom earth. It is part of our education. And even though it seems like 
appears that it is um, permanent damage, she can heal her body. She can. But she needs us to arise from fear, make different choices, and um, which again is part of our education. We come here from all over the great universe. Our souls create their personality. So your soul created uh, Louisa to experience fear so that you eventually outgrow it and you say, I choose love. I choose to do what is for the greater good. I choose service of my heart. I choose to follow my passions because that is how my soul speaks through me. Oh, that's lovely. And and what what what's your thoughts on what happens when we transition from our physical body when we die? We're in school. So when we got through first grade, it didn't kill us, right? So when we leave uh, schoolroom earth and we leave our physical body, which belongs to earth, we are immortal spirits. And so our nature angel, which creates our body that is here, creates a new body for us at a different vibration. So we, our essence, our soul, together with the beautiful aspects of personality, exit out of the vessel, out of the physical vessel. The vessel returns to Mother Gaia, and we have a new body, and we continue. And it's amazing right now how popular near-death experiences are. It's just like... Um, very like for Belinda it's like wow this is I've never experienced such excitement about near-death experiences but it's beautiful because what's happening for the human consciousness one and all is that you know there's now scientific proof or some people call it scientific proof enough evidence right tangible evidence that we don't die we don't die when we leave school room earth. We may be sent back. We may volunteer to come back. Um, we might choose to help from heaven. Lots of choices that our soul makes. Life it's is all beautiful. so interesting, isn't it? <laughs> and um, the angels call it the school of hard knocks. It's yeah, not an easy school. It's tough. It can be tough sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Belinda, you did mention before that the archangels are here and would like to come through and perhaps channel a message for the audience. Would you be comfortable doing that? I am happy to do that. Is there um, a particular area or question that you have for them that you feel would be the most helpful for your audience? No, I don't at the moment. I'm I, I'm blank, so I'm going to leave it up to you. Okay. Okay, we shall see what they wish to share. We are the 12 archangels of the central sun, and we exist to help you to evolve through schoolroom earth. It takes such courage and determination to 
journey through the many, many lessons of getting to know your authentic self. Beautiful human beings, you are divine. You are capable of everything. And when you choose love and when you choose for your actions to be for the greatest good of all concern, sometimes you may need to make this your choice every day. But you will experience that life gets better on the hour. And we say we are here. And all angels are here, so many countless angels to help you. Think of us as friends. You are not here to journey through schoolroom earth on your own. You are here to help your soul, that essence of creator that is made of purest creator's love, your soul comes from source, and you are here to help that soul experience love by experiencing the opposite of love, which is called fear. And fear creates everything you don't like. It creates stress. It creates worries about the future. It creates all of the pollution and violence and trauma. But when you choose love, that says, okay, higher self, okay, soul, I'm getting it for you. And soul can fill you with love, the great love, which is the highest frequency of power. And so you lift and you rise out of whatever the trauma, whatever the pain is, into something far better. Because you are the creator of your life. Of course, your soul and your angels and your helpers in heaven are helping you to create what you experience. Our message is to encourage you. Let go of the past, wherever it hurts. It makes room for a happier present and a better future. Choose love. Ask, does this truly make me happy? This will guide you forward. And you help us take the rest of humanity and the rest of schoolroom earth with you as you evolve. We love you eternally, for you are eternal. We are here. Oh, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much. They say that you are so welcome. I mean, it's so relevant because fear is such a powerful thing I lived in fear for years but particularly in our society it just... well it's like a big uh, pull right? mm. it's it's that you'll be feeling positive and then that fear comes into the mental body right it, it just comes sweeping into the mind like a tidal wave right now 
and it's like you're just thrown over the cliff. But even if you can recognize where you are, that's the first step, right? We said that you practice recognizing, am I feeling afraid? Am I feeling contracted? Am I anxious? Is my breathing not flowing? That's when we say, I surrender. I surrender to the joy of my soul. I surrender to the help of my soul. And this is an old favorite of Belinda's. You know, I've been working with these angels for over 30 years now. SOS, Mayday Angels, rescue me now. And so they pull up our vibration. They they help to pull up our vibration. And that's the amazing thing. And then we're not afraid anymore. And we have clarity and we get right what we're supposed to learn why we've been giving our power away that we don't really need to do that i love that and it's it's so simple so many people me in the past lived in fear but it's just such a simple way to assist in moving through it because it stops you from living it does it is a real life zapper it sure is and it's not real <laughs> that's <the> exactly <laughs> But it's a good teacher. So the whole the whole point of Schoolroom Earth, the reason it was created by Creator, Source, Divine Oneness, is so that all souls, all of Divine Oneness, all of Oneness, would not take love for granted. So how do you know how good you've got it if you don't experience the opposite of that? And experience the power, the creative power, the passionate creative power of love and how miraculous it is. And it changes fear instantly back into love because love is real and fear is not. And I think once you've overcome particularly big fears, it becomes easier. <laughs> in my well, in my experience i i feel that that's true for you know for all human beings and prayer meditation intention asking for help is the first step and the step that we need to take all day long is you're not alone it's you're probably going through a test or a lesson. You have not been create. You haven't been abandoned by Creator. There is uh, an all-loving team of helpers for each of us, and our first step, and always the step, is help. You know, to want something better. You know, the angels say that. Fear is very entertaining for a lot of human beings. It revs up their adrenaline. So they have to kind of outgrow that, that, wow, you know, drama is exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. But it, it, it takes awareness to come to that place that we have a choice. Do we want to live in a high drama life 
or do we want simplicity, meaning peacefulness, serenity? That's what works for me. Mm, me but, too. <laughs> right? But to recognize, oh, if I say more peace, please, and then we receive it, right? We human beings, we need to experience receiving from source. We need to experience miracles. And that's why we're on Schoolroom Earth, is yes. to experience love. And the more we experience love, then the less we have a taste for fear. Thank you, Belinda. I've got one more question for you. <laughs> I won't keep you much longer. You spoke before about most people create what they don't want. How how do we do this? And then how do we create what we do want? Okay. So fear creates stories. So if we go to our to our ancestors or our family story, they have a lot of trauma and drama for most human beings, maybe even if your own life did not have this, if you go back a few generations, you're going to find some trauma there and loss and grief and shock. And then that fear, it's very heavy. It's very dense. So it gets stuck in our humanity as low vibration energy and so it's called the deep subconscious. Some people call it the cellular unconscious. It gets trapped in there. And then what happens is that we don't know this, but a big part of the source of creating our reality does come from that subconscious. It comes from the past. So in a nutshell, what we want to do to no longer create fearful experiences is we need to transform the past. It may not be our own past of this life. It could be past lives. It could be the past of our ancestors. It could be from this incarnation. And the angels teach a very easy way to do this. They say to work with the energy of your crown chakra in the color violet. So they call it violet fire. You can call it violet energy or violet love or violet singing light but it's the top color of a rainbow so it's all the same energy all the same colors but that crown chakra energy transforms fear into love and it knows how to go to the dna it knows how to go into the cells and go into those emotionally and physically locked in stories from the past the trauma and the shock of the past that we could have inherited from our parents or from our ancestors. And it lifts it up. And right now, humanity is still in a purging of the past. But a lot of people don't know that they're purging. They feel that this is all there is. And that's not true. That's the illusion. So there's fun things to do with the color violet. You can swim in it. You can go swimming in the Violet Fire Lake. You can take a Violet Fire rain shower. You can stand under a Violet Fire waterfall. But the main thing you want to do is to say, I forgive it. 
I forgive the past no matter what is in the past. And I choose love. Because when we don't have the past, when we're no longer carrying the past, it's like emptying out that beautiful bowl that now it has room for love. And love can only manifest or create heaven's abundance and happiness and freedom and joy and possibility. And that's divine law. And it works. And it works very quickly. Oh, thank you, Belinda. I'm imagining a beautiful, I'm looking behind you at your beautiful purple images there and I'm imagining beautiful purple light around me. Thank you so much. Belinda, where's the best place for people to connect with you? Well, I would love for people to connect with me. And um, so I have a website, which is just my name, belindawomack.com. And um, we have some free, beautiful meditations to offer and lots of courses. And I give consultations. So uh, please do reach out and get the angels books because yes, really help quick. Yes. And I will leave a link below in the show notes to your website. Belinda, oh my gosh, I'm so calm and relaxed and I can't wait to put all your simple tools into practice. Is there anything you'd like to share with the Passion Harvest audience um, on a final note that I haven't asked you? Listen to Louisa and find your passion. And then lots of times when a human being knows what they're passionate about, they still need to be filled with trust that they know what makes them feel passionate. So let your angels and source fill you with trust and let your passions evolve because we are always changing and always growing. Oh, That's yay. I, I feel like clapping. <laughs> that was such a beautiful way to end the show. Belinda, thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest. That was beautiful. Thank you very much. And the angels, of course. You were most welcome. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye.